is the he of Daniel 9.27 talking about Christ or the Antichrist? While historically the church has seen the 70-week prophecy of Daniel 9 as referring to the Messiah. So today we're going to look at scriptural evidence of the traditional interpretation of Daniel 9.27 by looking at the 1599 Geneva Bible footnotes that state, and he, and here's the footnote, by the preaching of the gospel, he confirmed his promise, first to the Jews and after to the Gentiles, shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to, and here's the footnote, Christ accomplished this by his death and resurrection. Sees, and another footnote, meaning that Jerusalem and the sanctuary should be utterly destroyed for their rebellion against God and their idolatry. Or as some read, that the plague shall be so great that they should be all astonished at them. And for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Okay, so here we can clearly see that the 1599 Geneva Bible took to the position that the he of Daniel 9.27 is the Messiah, and that it is Christ's death and resurrection that confirmed the covenant with many. And this was the early church's traditional view of Daniel 9.27. So then who came up with the interpretation that the he was the Antichrist? It was a Jesuit Catholic priest by the name of Francisco Ribera that invented this interpretation as a counter to the Reformation's claims that the Pope was the Antichrist. This Jesuit priest changed the traditional teachings that Christ is the one that confirmed the covenant with many, and he claimed that the future Antichrist is going to be the one that is going to confirm a covenant. And this was a brand new interpretation from this Jesuit priest. And it became more popular when John Nelson Darby adopted this view, as well as the Schofield Reference Bible in the late 1800s. And then it was adopted by the Dallas Theologian Seminary, which has campuses and regional locations throughout the entire United States and the entire world. And they taught this false doctrine to almost every single pastor in the United States, thus feeding the masses with a deceptive doctrine of the false seven-year tribulation period. When in fact, there is only a great tribulation period that lasts for only 42 months. It is not seven years. Then, the seven-year tribulation became even more popular in the 1970s with Hal Lindsey's The Late Great Planet Earth, then followed by the Left Behind series. So it is not so hard to see how the masses have been deceived by this Catholic Jesuit priest's false doctrine that came about in these last days. But don't take my word for it. Do your own research. Look at the 1599 Geneva Bible footnotes and you can see for yourselves Christ is the he of Daniel 9.27. This is the traditional historic view of the church. It wasn't until these last days did deception creep in to deceive the masses. Isaiah 53.11 says this, by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, 
for he shall bear their iniquities. And by this we know that Christ is the one that confirmed the covenant with many, because we are the many that Christ justified. Jesus Christ is the one that confirmed the covenant with many by his righteous blood that was shed on the cross. And by his resurrection, many were made justified by his blood and by their faith in him. Isaiah 53 verse 12 says, And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. We Christians that believe on Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior are the many. Jesus Christ bore the sin of many on the cross, thus fulfilling the covenant with many. And he was cut off in the midst of Daniel's 70th week. The scriptures make it clear that Christ was cut off after 69 weeks. After means after 69 weeks, meaning that he was killed in the middle of Daniel's 70th week, thus leaving only 42 prophetic months left of Daniel's 70th week. That last three and a half years is reserved for the time of Jacob's trouble, also known as the Great Tribulation, which begins at the abomination of desolation. This is what triggers the time of God's wrath, the time such as never was since the beginning. And again, this time is only three and a half years. It is not seven years. But doesn't the Antichrist stop the animal sacrifices when they place the abomination of desolation in the holy place. Yes, however, this is what is referred to as a dual prophecy in scripture. Oftentimes we see in scripture that prophecy can have a dual fulfillment, meaning that it could be fulfilled more than once. Meaning that in the yet near future, the Jews are going to rebuild a third temple. And this is not going to be Ezekiel's temple. Ezekiel's temple is going to be the fourth temple. And that temple is going to be built when Christ is ruling and reigning on the earth. However, there is going to be a third temple that the man of sin is going to sit in and he's going to cause the abomination of desolation and his followers are going to place an idol in the holy place and they're going to perform many abominations, thus polluting this temple of God. And this is going to be known as the abomination of desolation, which is what triggers God's wrath and starts the great day of his wrath, which begins at the opening of the sixth seal, which is the time that we Christians will be delivered. As according to scripture, we are delivered from the wrath to come. Therefore, do not be deceived. There is no seven year tribulation. This is false doctrine. And the rapture cannot happen until the great falling away from the faith occurs. And when you see Jerusalem surrounded with armies, then we're going to know that the man of sin is about to be revealed, the son of perdition. And he is going to reveal himself by setting an idol of himself up in the holy place of the temple of God and by declaring himself as God in the holy place, which is an abomination and it is the abomination of desolation and at this time is when we are to look up for our redemption is near 
but that's all for now. I'm going to go ahead and end with the gospel, and that is that the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life, and that life is in Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God that died for our sins, and he was buried, and he rose again on the third day, according to the scriptures. Jesus is the Lamb of God that is without blemish, meaning that he never sinned. He's the Holy One of God, and he died so that we sinners can live. You see, all the sins of the world were placed upon Jesus Christ on the cross, and his righteous blood was shed for many. So if you believe this good news that your sin debt has been paid in full on the cross by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, then you are sealed with the Holy Spirit until the day of our redemption, when Jesus Christ returns on the clouds to rapture us his elect to be with him forever and jesus left us with a new command and that is to love each other as he has loved us until next time may the grace of our lord jesus christ be with you all amen